Hello again, and welcome to We're All Fine, the podcast that provides unsolicited advice and opinions from totally unqualified people. My name is Holly, and this is my co-host, Carly. Hey! Today, we want to talk to you about some of our first job experiences, especially as parents uh, with kids. Mine are probably a little bit closer to doing that than yours are, (laughs) but I know that I'm going to see them step into this world of first jobs. And I think it's always something really important to kind of keep in the front of your mind when you're looking at your own job right now and thinking, well, I mean, I guess it could be worse. You see that? Did you see that nice little transition that there? That was so good. Thank you. It was so good. So we have all had the nervousness, the butterflies, the anxiety of starting a new job, especially when it's your very first job. I found from BuzzFeed, I found a little blurb from a person. So this was their very, very first day of a job ever. And this poor thing coming in, I'm sure is very anxious. And I've had awkward experiences on my first days of work, getting to know everybody. It could be, it could be worse. You could be met with exclusion, almost as if your very presence is offensive. So this poor person, on their very first day, within the first hour, everyone was gathered into a conference room and they were holding a surprise bridal shower for one of the coworkers who seemed to be very loved and everyone was very happy for this person. So one, being in a celebration with a bunch of people you don't know when you don't even know where the bathroom is can be really overwhelming, I'm sure. But people started passing around a card for this said person and the anonymous writer said oh I'll sign it and give some well wishes if that's okay I don't know who Ashley is and I I'm just starting but I would be happy to do that and the lady that brought the card in I guess stared really intensely at this anonymous person and said this is really only for those who contributed to the gift and so the person had to hand the card back very I'm so sorry but just like this well wish card this well wishes good luck on your marriage because you didn't like throw into the pot because you didn't have the opportunity to you don't get to sign the card and so this poor person spent the rest of the party in the corner just you know being the weird guy that nobody knows not talking to anybody feeling very left out and dejected went on to spend the rest of their first day and you know that the person that passes out the card is either the most hated in the office or the most beloved there usually isn't a middle ground if they're the morale person the one that's like oh hey dave's retiring soon let's all pitch in or you know martha broke her foot we all need to do a meal train they are either the most uppity pain in the ass people or they are the most loved the most loving (laughs) and this poor person got on the wrong side either way right to begin with (laughs) i'm still trying to figure out how the card made it into their hands in the first place so like they handed them the card and then were like just kidding give it back freeloader how does that (laughs) It feels super personal. I'm guessing like the card just got passed around, you know, and then it got to the new person and the new person said, hey, you know, if if I can do this, you know, because I it's my first day and I want to be liked and I want to be a part of this team. (laughs) And that was like 
monstrous person that went and picked up that Bed Bath & Beyond gift card. So, you jackass trying to wish her well with her merit. <laughs> Wow, well, that's that's a that's a way to start a new job. Way to start, you know. Good oh. lord! When I was younger, so before I was an adult in that kind of situation, I had some really wackadoo positions. Some of them were fantastic. So, like, I ended up being parking enforcement for a small town. Uh, police Ooh. department. I know. I was like eighteen. I went into parking enforcement, which for this particular town, they didn't have meters so i had to go through with a chalk stick and i would chalk tires at the same spot on the tire and then i would go by two hours later and if the spot was in the same spot on the tire i ticketed them but if the spot had moved then they were good i know so that's how i did it but while it was like a lot of walking around this town in my uniform and chalk stick i also got to carry a radio which at 18 was maybe the coolest thing i've ever done and then i was I was one of the only females working in this police department. There was one other one, uh, much Ooh. older than me. And then there was me, who's like little 18. And I was definitely not, like, they were not real strict about, I guess, appearance. So I was like coming in with like tiny butterfly clips in my hair. And I was adorable. So yeah, so the police officers were treating me like I was like their 12-year-old daughter. So, well ishy sometimes they would go oh you know what it's raining you shouldn't be out there you want to go for ice cream and i'd be like okay and then yeah. they would take me for ice cream they would also the detective would bring me into one of the interrogation rooms and then he'd go hey you want to know how you should answer questions if you want to get out of a murder why and did then you we'd not like role play i know how... is this not insane the, on it that would have been my career i would have been done well, one and done one well, and it was... done at that time, like, it was pretty cool. Like, sometimes instead of taking me for ice cream, they'd go, hey, you want to go for a ride along? And I was like, yeah. So I get inside the police car. And one time they pulled over a speeder and they come back and they go, do you know this person? No kidding. It's somebody that I graduated high school with. It was <sighs> not someone I was truly a fan of. And so <laughs> this officer goes, should I give her a ticket? And Carly, you know what I did? I said, no. <gasps> because I know... Because I thought, this is that moment that karma is going to kick me in the ass. So, mm. no, let her go. That was good. But it was really cool to be there when she got pulled over anyway. You are so... I oh, no, love no. you for so many Aww. reasons. Like, I I admire you. I admire your strength. I admire your motherhood. <laughs> Listen, I don't, don't get it wrong. I've done a whole lot of worse since then. But in that moment, the fear of getting killed by karma prevented anything oh. bad from happening to that girl see maybe it's just because i'm tom petty but i don't believe in karma taken that i would have done it i would have loved it i would have wanted to take a picture you know but like i don't know i'm, I'm a true crime i'm a true crime whore I will say I would have loved that job because I don't want to be a cop. I don't want to be a cop. I don't want to be a detective. I don't want to do any of that. I, I struggle with authority, just me as a person. But you got all of the perks, none of the responsibility, and you got a radio. Like, though, that's really right? all I need out of a job. I would be 40 years in. I would retire from that exact same. I'd still wear the butterfly clip. It'd be part of my uniform. I would be 87 years old chalking people's tires because why not? Why not Honestly, do that? it was pretty solid for, like, the summer I was there, <laughs> except that I had a personal battle with this red Ford Fiesta. 
I have no idea who owned it, but to this day, it's like 20 plus years later. And I'm like, that damn Ford Fiesta. It would always, it never paid the tickets. I could never find this damn car, but it would always show up and I would be like, ooh. And then I would get on my radio and request a boot. And by the time they showed up, the Ford Fiesta was gone. It was, it it was my arch nemesis, this Ford Fiesta, not even the person who owned it, just the car (laughs) itself. It was like a tiny red ninja. It just, Oh, it escaped everything. I I love that. My my first under the table job, I did landscaping and maintenance, like outside maintenance work for a senior trailer park okay. in my hometown. I got paid about sixty dollars a weekend to go and mow lawns, trim bushes, clear out garbage. It was awful. I hated every minute of it. But at that point in time, sixty bucks a week felt like good money. But then I realized I could have a job with air conditioning so did that um Whoa, and bougie <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't even know i worked at a laser tag was my first over-the-counter job i loved that job with every bit of me they have since closed which is really sad there was a three-week training period three weeks to learn how to monitor laser tag games and to use the most archaic computer system ever we just had letters and arrows you had to hand type in amounts and then you had to use a calculator to figure out the tag and then you had to type that onto it the computer couldn't even do any sort of calculation It was the best. We had a whole day of learning how to clean the tables and chairs after parties in the party room. I guess wiping, spraying things down and wiping things and sweeping was pretty, pretty important. But I met really fun people. I just, it was such a great job. But I will say that there are no worse people than drunk adults that like to play kid games. Full so stop. We, yep. That right there. Nothing yep. worse. Nothing worse, especially when you are a 15, 16 year old. I was maybe 100 pounds soaking wet, all five, three of me. So I am very intimidating, clearly. Yeah. And so we used to have all of the new recruit, like military guys would go to the bar that was right down the street, get wasted and then they would come and play laser tag and we did these things called overnight so we were open all night and the rule was our literal rule that was not in the three-week training video but that was told to us by our manager was if they can walk and stand they can play if they can walk (laughs) they can walk and stand they can play wow so at 2 a.m you're running these mission games and you were not allowed to use the word gun they were not laser guns they were lasers you do not shoot people you zap them and that was very no violent language was to be used which i was fine with except when you have a bunch of military guys and excuse me they're all (laughs) they're saying drunk as skunk i want to shoot the shit out of you kevin fuck you with my gun blah 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 blah. (laughs) they're just they don't listen they were worse than sugared up hyped up seven-year-old i could handle those all day long. The minute I saw grown people coming in, I was pissed immediately. Oh my gosh. But the worst, the worst part, the worst part of this job was we would sing the kids Zappy Birthday, which is a very fun Zappy Birthday? Yeah, remember, because we zap lasers. Oh, sure. Happy birthday. So it was zappy, zappy birthday from all of us to you. Zappy, zappy birthday with lasers. Pew, pew. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to sing that about 14 times every seventh day. Oh my but, God. The, but that wasn't the that wasn't the worst part. So I actually would offer to sing it because it would take two people to do the birthday song because the other person had a leaf blower with a roll of toilet paper at the end. And right after you pew pewed, they would turn on the leaf blower and they would blow the toilet paper and TP the child. People <laughs> paid for this though. Like they yes. okay. You should have seen those moms. Like every time your child didn't get their shoes on for the first four times that you asked, they used this moment and enjoyed it far too much. Every mom, every dad, every guardian would have their phone on record and they're watching this kid just get TP'd. They're pulling paper off their face because we used the mega rolls. So there's a lot of paper and wow. they're just watching it laughing in the most sadistic way. Like, happy birthday, Kevin. And I hated it. So I I would pew pew before I would ever toilet paper people. But yeah, that was, that was. Oh my God. If we're going to talk about like crappy times at first jobs, I used to work at Seven Falls here in Colorado Springs, which for those who don't know, it's a tourist attraction. That's literally, it's a giant waterfall and like a, a hiking area kind of around it. When I worked there, there was like a big old snack bar and gift shop. And then there was something called the Eagle's Nest, which you would take an elevator up to the top of this cliff where you could see the falls. And there was a gift shop up there. As you're driving into Seven Falls, that has all these beautiful rock formations, like kind of like Garden of the Gods. Mm. And then people would go into the gift shop and then through the snack bar. Well, I worked at all the locations. So snack bar, gift shop, and Eagle's Nest. I was rotated. And I was 16 at the time. And as you can imagine, as people are driving in and they're looking at all the stuff, they have a million questions. And some of them make a lot of sense. Like people say things like, this is beautiful. How long has this been open? Hmm. Or what other kind of wildlife might I see here? You know, these are, these are great questions, right? Inquisitive minds. Yeah, sure. But the amount of questions I got from people who not only were out of state, but had never, I don't know, watched Animal Planet or National Geographic <laughs> or graduated from the first grade. Like, I can't figure it out. So I would get questions where they'd see this massive, it's a 12-point buckhead on the wall of the snack bar, which again, why is there a giant buckhead sticking out of the wall in the snack bar? I have no idea. It was rustic. So they would look at this massive elk head and I would get questions like, I kid you not, is that a deer or a moose? Okay, now I'm going to forgive that because maybe, sure, there could be some confusion there. Great. So is that a deer or a moose? But then I got questions like, is that a dolphin? Oh. This is a legitimate question from an adult. Is that a dolphin? And I had gotten the question more than once. And so I think it was the second time I got the question. My little sassy 16-year-old self says in all seriousness to this person, yes. That yeah. is, in fact, a dolphin. That is the Colorado dolphin. And while you can't see because it's just the head, it does have a dorsal fin on its back, which helps it navigate the streams with the mountain trout. <laughs> they deserve that. And they were like, wow. All right. Wow. These were generally the same people that would ask me questions like, has Pikes Peak always been there? And nope. again, after like the first time of getting that question where I was like, yes, of course. I finally said, no, these people need an experience. So they said, has yeah. Pikes Peak always been there? And I went. No, let me tell you, it was nuts. I was very young at the time, but we were all just having dinner. And out of nowhere, the ground starts rumbling a little bit. Things start <laughs> falling off of shelves. And we look over and there's a mountain range. We were just not prepared for that. So yeah, all this got built around it. 
And people were like, wow, that's incredible. And I said, yeah, well, I was very young when it happened. So you probably want to talk to somebody else who's got better, better memories of that time. I love that. We'd have people, we had a whole, like a couple that was actually expelled from Seven Falls because they were trying to capture chipmunks in their camera case and take them home with them because the chipmunks were, I guess, I I don't know, keepsakes, live chipmunks. Right. I would hope. I mean, if they're just like picking up little furry corpses, like that's their that's their choice. But like, why do you go out into public, into the public? If you want to be weird and obnoxious in your own home, that's none of my business. I can't pass judgment. But the minute that you're trying to trap like Chippendale into your camera case, you're an asshole. And I want to tell you you're an asshole. And I honestly felt bad for these people because the wildlife up there was so useful to like the 80 million tourists that came in that Mm -hmm. they like the wildlife was nutso one time i'm working up in the eagle's nest and you're just by yourself up there in this tiny gift shop at the top of a cliff so i'm up there and it probably didn't help that i was reading a stephen king novel because i have nothing to do so i'm just sitting up there reading a stephen king novel and i look outside the window and there is this massive effing squirrel like this thing was the size of a cat and i look out and it's staring at me through this wall-sized window and i'm thinking well that's unusual but i keep staring at it and then it starts tapping its tiny little claw on the window like it's like let me in let me in now, that's not what it was saying, but that's what I heard in my head. Thanks, Stephen I would have King. heard it. Right. So then I'm thinking, oh my God, this thing is scary. I watch it leap up onto this bench next to the door and it starts using its tiny hands to try and turn the doorknob like it wants <gasps> to get in. By this point, I was terrified. So I called down to security. <laughs> we got a problem up here, fellas. And I try explaining to them that there is this mutant squirrel up on the top of the eagle's nest that is trying to get in and it's got murder in its eyes. To no one's great surprise, security did not come to save me. They hung up on me and I was alone with this squirrel that kept trying to, it was just waiting for people to walk out onto the deck so it could come in through the door. Right. That was, that was a real scary afternoon for me. Well, I mean, squirrels can get like super intense. I love squirrels. I think they're super cute. I am one of those people where I love raccoons. I love vermin, vermin, whatever. Seriously? Oh, I love your face. Oh, I just love them. I just love, I love anything that is rodent light. Now a snake on the other hand, I can't even do worms. I hate when it rains because there are little wormies, which are snakes just without (laughs) eyeballs. And like, I just want to crawl out of my skin and they're creepy and I'm like them but anything that has claws and a cute little tail oh possums oh i love possums so i i don't know i've never had an outdoorsy nature job where i got to hang out with mutant squirrels i'm sure that that was terrifying for you when i did literally you're loving animals with sharp claws that will eat your face. Yeah, it's true. I worked I worked at a vet tech school as like the administrative assistant for a little while. And they would have lab mice come in to teach them how and they would use them, which I thought was cruel and terrible and awful, to learn how to give injections. I found out that they then became feeder mice. And that made me really, oh. really sad. And my poor husband is terrified, terrified of hantavirus which you can get specifically from mice. Oh, um, I didn't know I, want, I don't want to describe it because it could be potentially triggering. But if you want to look it up, go for it. It's terrifying. Field mice can give it to you. And he's sure every mouse has it. Well, my poor husband, I came home with two hamster cages and a bunch of mice because I didn't want them to get eaten. They all perished pretty quickly. But 
they were not eaten. So yeah, I love I love vermin. I like animals more than I like people, and I've always had customer service heavy jobs. And I'm I'm not now oh. I'm now I'm realizing that I could have could have just hung out with rabid squirrels. You could have been friends with them. Oh, you could have gotten them to like steal tourist stuff for you. Oh my god, I didn't even think about training them. I mean, <sighs> if you would have let that squirrel in and you know gave him enough peanuts for a while, and then just. I don't know how to train a squirrel. I can barely train my dogs. All my dogs are assholes, but they're adorable. But I mean, you could have trained them. You could have gotten like a bunch of cool stuff from tourists. So just saying. So is that your advice for Today? first job, first day at jobs? <laughs> is like, look, look for those missed opportunities. Oh, yeah. That's way. Yeah. That sounds way better than train rodents to steal things from customers. Look for missed, missed opportunities. I think I made my laser tag job sound terrible. I loved that job because it was so strange I got to ask people what their nicknames were because nobody wanted to be Jake in laser tag they wanted to be master destroyer 17 oh sure and I love that for I mean I cannot tell you how many grown men came up like little kids and I would say what do you want your code name to be and they would go your mom <laughs> and I just thought that was the cutest thing like letting them be 12 for a minute was was nice every once in a while That's it was so a cute. great job and when people would zap you with their laser you could look at the screen and it would say your mom got you or whatever it was so they just <laughs> and I loved that I don't know it was it was some, it was a simple job I could do it no matter the mindset well then that's it it's look for the best opportunities find the joy in the space even if someone's handing you a birthday card that you're not allowed to sign look at that as an opportunity to be able to identify who the jackass in the office is good for you that's, that's true and luckily for that person it happened day one so it could be worse it could be better you never yeah. know let's look at our crowning moment for today our crowning moment is where we we fix our crown we make us we make sure that we feel like the the royalty that we are mm -hmm. so here is our affirmation for the week i achieve whatever i set my mind to I achieve whatever I set my mind to. That means it doesn't matter if it's parking enforcement job or working with drunk people at laser tag or right. training forest creatures. You can achieve whatever you set your mind to. It's true. It's true. And if, you're, if your mind is set on minimum effort for minimum wage, I support you 100%. Well, our wonderful friends who joined us today, we ask you, please, 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 if you have not already, please subscribe, leave us a review. We love that. And if you like us, tell a friend. And if you don't like us, tell a friend and check us out on social media. You can find us on Instagram at we're all fine podcast. We've got lots of fun things for you to join us in on the gram and we'll see you next week. We love you. See you later, alligators. <laughs>